Hanukkah is in the air. I smell Hanukkah. And I smell latkes. Latke here, latke in. Hop, hop, hop. <clears throat> oh, we're on the air? Oh, oh, it's good to know. Hey, we're on the air. Okay, we're in the Hanukkah spirit. I am in the Hanukkah chair. Oh, okay. You can stay in the chair, and uh, we'll be in the Hanukkah spirit. Okay, first of all, I would like to welcome everybody once again to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhi Irvs and his sidekick, Yossi! Yay! Take it easy, Yossi. You're screaming in my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I screaming that loud? Well, uh, fairly loud. Okay, uh, I'd like to welcome everybody. Oh, you did that already. Okay, I did that. Okay. I'd like to remind you that you're listening to jrootradio.com. You can listen to us live on the telephone by dialing 712-432-4217. Or you can listen to us live and listen to us archives at 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. I would also like to remind everybody that... Ah, the number that we never have to say. Never have to say 718-683-5858-5858. Take it easy. Calm down. Okay, I'm coming down. I'll say very slowly the number that we never have to say is 718-683-5858-5858. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's not so many 58s, just twice. 58-58. Okay, very good. Okay, so now I'd like to remind everybody that JWIT Radio can use your donations because everybody seems to love JWIT Radio. There's always something on JWIT Radio for everybody to be able to enjoy and to even learn from, uh, especially, for example, stories are like a musashmuz and you learn lessons. And there's a lot of divrei Torah, there's a lot of Torah, shurim going on and things like that. And therefore, in plain, simple English, we're going to tell you like it is. JWIT Radio needs your support. And you need us, so we work together. And it is coming Hanukkah, the Yantif of giving. So, you know, just like you give to others, don't forget to give to j Radio. Okay, and the address is j Radio 2829, Nostrand Avenue, 1129. Oh, 229, let me say that again. Okay, rewind, rewind. Okay, uh, that's j Radio 2829, Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229, j Radio. Bro, 2829 Nelson Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. If you would like to advertise on jritradio.com or you would like to sponsor one of the radio shows, then you could text in for more information at 347-927-8398. That text number again is 347-927-8398. I would like to remind everybody that this show tonight is dedicated for a very strong refuge lamp to Zev Ben Kreinscher and also for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sara Miriam. And okay. also for Yonah Bat Bracha. And Yonah Bat Bracha. Okay, and everybody should have for Rishalemish, they should be able to enjoy Hanukkah as even Medaft, just the way it should be. Okay, and I would like to remind everybody that um, practically don't have any slots available for Hanukkah. There might be a spot here and there. I might be able to squeeze in if it works out. Uh, I might be able to do yeshiva during the daytime or something like that, but pretty much uh, <laughs> the Shabbos is taken and the Sundays are taken. Maybe I could squeeze in something. I don't know. It depends. Uh, if you give a call, and we can find out if we can do that or not. Otherwise, well, <laughs> better luck next year. Okay, uh, the number to call then is 718-375-1294. If anybody's interested in any art, 
lessons or martial art lessons or self-defense lessons or energy exercise lessons, then the number to call is 718-375-1294 for more information. And for booking for storytelling engagements, whether it's not just for Hanukkah, but any time of the year, it's also 718-375-1294. Okay, now everybody knows my son, Yisrael Erst, a live game show. Uh, due to a, a sudden cancellation for unforeseen circumstances on uh, Matzah Shabbos Hanukkah, he now has that night available. So if somebody wants to jump on the bandwagon and try to hire, call a cover. Okay, now, uh, let's see what else we got to cover here. Uh, yes, I did add 10 more CDs to my collection. Oh boy, that's terrific! I know it is. Okay, so if anybody's interested in buying any of my storytelling CDs, all you have to do is call 718-375-1294 and tell Rabbi Earps either your email address or your fax number, and he'll be more than happy to email or fax you the whole entire list. Wow, that means now you've got... Oh, it's over 40 CDs now, right? That's correct. <coughs> you got that correct. Okay, so uh, was there anything else that I have to cover? Yeah, you could cover me. I'm getting cold of it. Oh, just stop that, Yossi. Sorry, yes, if I could cover anything. Okay. And you have a story for tonight, or are you just going to do advertisements? No, of course I have a story. I'm going to tell you how I got the story. Are you going to tell us the story, how you got to the story, and then we can hear the story? By the time you tell us the story, how you got to the story, then we won't have time for the story, right? right? No, 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 no. Actually, if you just sit down and keep quiet nicely, I'll get to the story. Oh, you want me to be quiet? <laughs> okay, I better think about doing that. I better think about cooperating. Hanukkah comes around, gift time. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I think I'll be quiet. All right, very good. Okay, so now let me just tell you what's going on over here. Baruch Hashem, I feel um, uplifted by hearing so many uh, phone messages and getting so many text messages and things like that. And people seeing me on the streets and all over the place, and they tell me how much they love the radio station. So, reminder again, <coughs> Javit Radio, 28, 29, Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. So, and it's very uplifting to hear that they get a lot of chizik from my stories, too. Believe it or not, when you get chizik from my stories, I get chizik to do the stories. And what gives me even more chizik is that when I hear people asking me, and now that it's coming near Hanukkah, People are asking me to tell over stories that I have told already. Le Kovet Hanukkah, they like these particular stories. So there were two stories that seemed to have uh, been on the high rating. One was the uh, two wagon drivers, and one was a, a light in the darkness. Okay, a light in the darkness. Now, there was a very tight running, you know, between what people wanted. And, of course, some people want to shoot me to drunk also, but it really is a runoff between a light in the darkness and uh, and uh, for the twin, uh, I mean, the two wagon drivers. So, so uh, what was the winner? The winner turns out to be, believe it or not, the twin, the, 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 the twin, I mean, the two, I mean, the, 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 the two wagon drivers. No, no, no. Do you know who the winner is? Um, um, um. A light in the darkness. That is correct. You got that right. Tonight's story is going to be a light in the darkness. A light in the darkness. Oh, boy. It sounds spooky. No, it's not a spooky story. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, all right. So are we ready? I'm ready. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. And are you quiet? Uh, 
Everything you want. Okay, all right, okay, okay. I'll be quiet. Good, excellent. Okay, so let me tell you what's going on here. Tonight's story is called A Light in the Darkness. That's the one that had the most votes. Okay, and it's happened in the times of the famous tzaddik, uh, Rab Sholom Bear of Lubavitch. Okay, and this happened during his time. Now, it's very interesting that uh, there are some that credit this story to different Rebbes, and also, even though uh, the majority that credit this story to Rav Sholem Bear of Lubavitch, the question is exactly when did it take place? Did it take place originally? I thought it takes place Hanukkah. It's a Hanukkah story. Yes, yes, that's the climax time. But when did it take place that it should take place on the time that it took place? Uh, Rabbi Irish, you're doing a confusion thing again. You are confusing me. That's correct. I most certainly am. Maybe if you're confused, you'll be occupied and you won't bother me. Ah, what? I'm uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. Uh, some say that this part of the story, when I'm going to start off, took place on Shavuos. Some say it took place on Rosh Hashanah. And others say it took place on Simchas Torah. Why don't you tell three stories that, um, well... <laughs> I think I like the idea of Simcha's Torah. Ah, I like Simcha's Torah too. Ah, she's over Simcha. Right, okay. Torah, Yeah, okay, okay. Can I start? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, um, no, no, no. Here I go. I'm starting the story. Oh, oh, here you go. Oh, oh, you're starting the story? Yes, I'm starting the story. You sure? Yes, I'm positive. Are you positive? Yossi. Oh, sorry. Okay. Anyways, this story took place during the times of the great tzaddik, Rav Sholem Bear of Lubavitch. Now, in those days, there were no trucks, there were no trains, there were no airplanes, and it was not so easy to travel around. And, uh, you know, um, I, basically what people did was um, they went on wagons and horses and things like that. And people, if they were Hasidim, okay, if let's say people were Hasidim, and they love their Rebbe, and they love to hear his Divrei Torah, and sometimes just to be in front of the Tzaddik. Believe it or not, just being in front. You could feel the Kedusha. I mean, take a look. Nowadays, if you ever stood in front of a real Godel Batayra, a Godel Ador, you probably felt like a, a Kedusha going into you, and you couldn't even describe it. Well, uh, that's very true. I remember as a little boy uh, growing up, and I had this chus to... See Rab Moshe Feinstein up close and even speak with him. And he gave me a bracha, of course. And I just want you to know, I just saw the lichtekeit. I saw that light. It just, it's just, it's, it's hard to describe. Anyways, that's why a lot of Hasidim go to their Rebbes to be able to feel the varmkeit, the warmness, and so on and so forth. So now we got the little introduction going. Wow, that sounded like a whole story by itself. It's just the introduction. If I did it in story form, then the story would take about two hours to tell. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got the picture. All right. So anyways, we're going to zero in on barrel. On, on a barrel? No, no, no. Barrel. On a barrel? A barrel of what? Wine? No, 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 no. We're not talking about Purim. I said we're going to stick to the version that said it happened on Simchas Torah. Oh, 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 it's not a barrel, it's a barrel. A ba uh, oh, a barrel, a, a name barrel. Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, anyways, there was a person named Barrel, and he was a very big chassid of Rab Sholem Bear of Lubavitch. But he didn't live in Lubavitch because his business was not in Lubavitch. His business was further away, and unfortunately, <laughs> I don't remember the exact place where it was. But he was a lumber dealer. 
And he used to deal with lumber, and he used to rent uh, forests from uh, from the local squires, known as the porets in Hebrew and Yiddish. And he used to rent it, and he used to make his business like that. And he hired workers to help out because, Baruch Hashem, he had a good business. Especially in the wintertime, in those days, whoa, they didn't have radiators like now. They had uh, no steam. They, they, they used to have, you know, uh, ovens that worked with firewood. So, uh, you know, wood for lumber and wood for firewood, very big industry. Okay, anyways, now that we got that out of the way, let's focus in on barrel. Hi, Battle. Sock me, Battle. Why are you so happy? What do you mean, why are you so happy? You know, it's coming the Yontif of Sikis. And you know, when it comes to Sikis, we got to go to see the Heilige Rebbe, Absolom Bear of Lobavit. Oh, yes, it's that time of year. How come sometimes you go on Shavuiz, sometimes you go near Rosh Hashanah, and sometimes you go by Pesach time? How come? It, is, it, it depends, you know, when I, I, I could get to go, because right now it's before, uh, um, how you call it, Simchestoires, uh, and everything, and the business slows down a little bit, you know, because the weather is still warm, and some people buy lumber, you know, but, but not so many people are using so much firewood because it's after sickness, when it starts getting colder, then it's busy. So it depends. And, you know, Shviers, it starts getting warm. It is warm. I mean, Pesach is warm. But, you know, it depends. I, I, I work around, you know, when, when I could do it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So now you're going to go because it's sickness? Yeah, yeah. Guy me because it's sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's pack our bags and let's go. Yeah, yeah, did them bam bim bye. Let's pack. Right, uh, everybody ready? Good. Okay, everybody pack onto the wagon. Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Okay, everybody on the wagon. Let's go, let's go. All right, everybody's on the wagon. Good, good, Baruch Hashem. All right. Giddy up, Hoshi. Uh-oh. Is a problem. What's the problem? We're all on the wagon. We got all our stuff. Everything is packed. But it's a problem. What's the problem? I forgot to tie the horses to the wagon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, battle, battle. Where's your head? So far, it's still on my shoulders, I think. All right, let me let me go get the horses. <coughs> all right, let me tie it up. <coughs> all right, they are tied up over here. Now, let me take the whip and give it a smice over there. <coughs> Get, get up. A little faster. And of course, the horses, they were bouncing up and down. And actually, the wing was bouncing up and down. But the horses were bouncing up and down, too, because it was a bumpy road. Anyways, they finally got to Lubavitch. And, of course, he had his arrangements made. Uh, <laughs> oh, get my cook, look who's here. <laughs> it's my old friend, Merla. <laughs> Merla, my good friend. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Oh, I love to see that you're here. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem, I love to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, tell me, uh, you remember to reserve a place for me and my family, or my family and me, or my family and I, or I and my family? I, I arrange place. I have a room for everybody. <laughs> Just to see you. Skivaldik. <laughs> you and I used to be classmates in the Haider, remember? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how could I forget? You're the one that put bubblegum in my hair. Yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> never mind, never mind. That was Michael. You don't worry, don't worry. Okay, anyways, um, so what we're going to do? Uh, uh, can we bring our stuff in? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Bring the stuff in. Bring, bring the stuff in. Malkile, Malkile, our guests are here. Oh, that's so nice. Very good. And now our guests are here. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And, of course, they settled in. And as they settled in, they schmoozed a little bit. They reminisced. And then the Antifasikis was, and of course, at the sukkah, everything was beautiful. And they had lots of guests there, and little Kindle was singing to. And even the little baby sang. And even the baby baby. A baby baby? Yeah, yeah, I mean like one that doesn't talk. Then how could he sing? Well, listen. You see? It's possible. Rabbi Yerfs, I'm beginning to think that with you anything is possible. No, 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 no. With Hashem anything is possible. I'm just a little sliach over here. Okay, so let's continue. All right, so where were we? On page 15, I think. Okay, right. Let me turn it over. Okay, here we are. Okay. So, uh, they were enjoying the, the Masudas and everything. And each day of Yonta was going on. Chalamoid went on and so on and so forth. And finally, it was the night of Simchas Torah. And the Hakofas began, and people were singing and dancing up a storm. A storm, a storm! Ay, 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 close the windows, it's a storm! No, 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 not that kind of storm, you see. Dancing up a storm means it's like a, a lot of dancing, a labor of dancing. Oh, let me listen in. I'm And of course... At one point, in between the akofis, they have a chazan get up there to sing Yibona Beis Amigdosh. Well, anyways, they would sing, and then finally, the akofis were over. And the next day, the Kofis by Shachris went very strong too. And finally, as the old saying goes, all good things have to come to an end sooner or later. So, Simchas was over, Shemini Atzeres was over, the Yantif was over, and it was time to go. And when it was time to go, you could rest assured that Berala was not ready to go. But his wife was, okay. Let's go. Time to go. Uh, we're going to travel tonight or tomorrow morning. Well, it doesn't matter if we travel tonight or tomorrow morning. What matters is that before we go, I'm going in to get a brocha from Absholem Bear of Lebavitch. The Rebbe, I'm going to get a brocha for him. Okay, I'll wait outside. Yeah. Maybe I should go to sleep because sometimes the line is very big over there. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it is very big. You're right, you're right, but don't worry. Everything will be fine. Wow, there's only 153 and a half people. 
Where did the half come from? Oh, he was bending down, tying his shoelace. I, I was wondering, I'm so half a person. Oh, and he's, uh, you know, all right, here we go. I'm, I'm going to be waiting, patience. You know what? I'm going to take out the cipher to heal him. And he will zoom to heal him. I'm going to say to heal him while I'm waiting. And he started saying to heal him. And gradually the line was moving on. And finally, after 153 and both halves of that person, went through to see the Rebbe. Finally, it was Beryl's time, and the shaman said, Right, um, Beryl, you're next. Are you ready to see the Rebbe? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to wake me up. <laughs> was I snoring so loud? And I was not sleeping. <laughs> I was practicing to snore. I was practicing to sleep. I wasn't really asleep. If you thought I was asleep, I was just practicing, okay? Anyways, okay, so um, um, here I go. Um, uh, uh, um, go inside, go inside. All right, I'm going inside. Uh, um, Wow, the Rebbe has a very big door. Okay, anyways. Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe. Oh, Beryl. It's a pleasure to see you every year. Ah, yo, yo, yo. Ah. That's the yo, yo, yo. If it's a pleasure to see me, why are you going yo, 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 yo? You know what? I was just thinking for you. Everything. Oh, 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 yeah. So what's the brochure you want to give me? Listen to me. You do a lot of work in the forest, don't you? Ah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. That's wonderful. I'm very happy to hear that. So listen to me. Of course, I'm going to give you a brocha that your business should go very well. But you know, sometimes Hanukkah is a very cold season. Sometimes the snow picks up very heavily. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So what? So, yeah, therefore what? Right? No, 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 no. Well, I just want you to be aware that, you know, I think you should set up a little hut for you to stay in the forest. I already do that. I do that. I mean, I, 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 you know, in case it's too cold or something like that, I have a little house in the forest, a small one, and I stay there for the night, and it gets warmer when the sun comes up in the morning, and I go home and take, you know, the, the, the davening, and then I take a breakfast, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Yes. But I was just thinking out loud that it may come about that you are going to be, um, how should I say, uh, spending Hanukkah, or at least one night you might be spending out in the forest. Ah, uh, yeah. It could be possible, but I, I told my wife I'm going to try my best that I should leave the forest early enough to get home. I know. But sometimes things go beyond our... Ability. So I was just thinking that it would be wise for you to take your menorah along with you when you go to the forest during the Hanukkah season. All right, that's not a problem. But you know, even though oil is a beautiful thing to use, but in your case, I think that you should take extra long candles with you to the forest. Extra long candles? I mean, Rebbe, doesn't it have to only burn like a half hour after Cheshach HaKovim? Yes, indeed it does. But trust me, just take uh, the longest candles that you can get a hold of for Hanukkah. Okay? Zaygezun, Zaygebenz, and Be'ez Hashem, I will see you the next time that you come here. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, rather, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs>
interesting bracha, man, you know. First he gave me a bracha panosha, so go good. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what did he tell me? Ah, yes, how is it? Uh, Hanukkah, but you know, I don't understand. Why is he talking about Hanukkah now? I mean, we just finished Mini Atzeres. I don't understand. Doesn't make sense. No, no. But then again, he's the rabbi. I'm not questioning a tzaddik like him. No. All right. Okay. Lam again. We're ready. Uh, come on. We're ready to go. Hindi. We're ready. Hindi. It's time to go. We're not home yet? No, no, I just finished getting a bracha from the Rebbe. Oh, that's so lovely. <sighs> okay, I guess we can go. And sure enough, they got on their wagon, he whipped the horses, and the horses began to go. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it snarled a little bit. <laughs> and of course, eventually they got home. And he unpacked, and he was, you know, the first Shabbos after Shemini Atzeres, he was just reliving it. And his kindle was singing along. It was really beautiful, his Shabbos and Miras. And the feeling that he had carried on for many weeks. And he remembered the divrei Torah that he heard from the Hele Gatzadik, Rav Sholem Per of Lubavitch. And then the days were going on and it was starting to get cold. Winds were blowing. And of course, every now and then it would rain. And of course, every now and then, when it was really cold, it would snow. And the snow would sometimes be not so deep, maybe four or five inches, and sometimes the snow would be at a level of a foot or two even because it was so cold in that territory that many, many times the snow didn't have a chance to melt. Before the snow had a chance to melt, there was another snowstorm right on top of it. And that particular winter was a pretty snowy season, and people needed firewood because it was pretty cold. So what did he do? He did a smart, smart thing. At least he thought so at the time. You know, I can make a lot of business. Let me figure this out. If I give one ruble, you know, to a person to work for me, maybe I give him three rubles. I give him a ruble a day. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Maybe five kopecks a day. Oh, you know what? Maybe a kopek an hour. Yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I'll figure out something. I'll find out the standard rate, and I'll hire some goyim, and they'll be good people, and then, uh, you know, they'll help me chop wood, and I'll sell it, and I'll make a profit. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. He went over, and he went over to hire some goyim. Uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Boris, uh, how would you like to work for me? Work for you? Why should I work for you? Tell me what's in it for me. Eh? You gonna pay? Of course I'm gonna pay. Why do you think I want you to work for nothing? I'm not sure what you think. I'm not sure what you think. I tell you what I think. I could pay you if you're good. I'll give you a couple of kopecks a day, okay? If you're really good, maybe I'll give you a ruble a day. How you like that? <laughs> 
That's very good. I like that. All right, now, do you have any friends that could work also? Yeah. <laughs> friends? Sure. Uh, Igor, come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop saying. Is there anything else you could say besides? Yeah, I could say, hmm, yeah. Anyways, never mind how he talks. He's very good worker. Don't worry. All right, I'm going to try him. Uh, Igor, come here. I want to ask you, would you like to work for me? Uh, I would like to work for you uh, if you pay me. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you work for me and you do work, I pay you. You don't work, I don't pay you. Well, how much you pay me? I pay you what you're worth. Oh, so uh guess I'm not going to get paid. Don't think of yourself like that. What's the matter with you? Hey, man, have confidence. You know how to chop a tree? Uh, yeah. I take my hand and I give a karate chop. Oh, no, 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 you use a hatchet. What's the matter with you? You use an axe or a hatchet. Oh, okay. You know, when I was a little boy, um, maybe that's why I act the way I do. What do you mean? I don't understand. When you were a little boy, that's why you act like that. What, what are you talking about? Well, uh, my father, when he needed firewood, uh, he not have uh, two axes. So he told me to go chop uh, trees down for firewood. So what did you do? Well, I went to the forest, not have axe, so um, I tried to bite. That's why you've noticed I don't have too much teeth. I noticed that. So when I saw the teeth don't come out, I started to practice to bang my head against the tree. And? It hurt a lot. The tree? No, my head. Oh, I see. And? Well, I realized it wasn't a good idea, but uh, I didn't give up, so I kept banging it. And maybe it shook my brains inside, and maybe that's the way I am, the way I am. Ah, you're not so bad. Okay, I'm going to hire you. And he hired a bunch more other Goyim. And every day he would pass by the forest, and he would say, All right, listen here. Uh, Boris, you're in charge, yes? That's right, I'm in charge, so? All right, now listen here. Basically, you know, I give you the map. You see, this is the map, Okay. And this is the map of the forest, and this is where I rent up in Tul. You see, when you see the river over here starting, that's not my property anymore that I rent, okay? That's somebody else, okay? I go from here, this point here, to this point here, to this point here, to this point here. <laughs> Keep making a few more points, and we can make a tic-tac-toe board. I will just stop that. Well, sorry. All right, it's okay. Anyways, you understand, Boris? Yes, I understand everything. No problem. It's good. Okay, I got the map. I'll be in charge and make everybody work. Good, no problem. And sure enough, they set out to chop wood. And they were chopping down trees and they were screaming, Timber! And the tree would go, And if there was a lot of snow on the ground, boy, that snow would fly all over the place. A big cloud of white dust all over the place. But that's the way it was day after day. And then what began to seem like nice, honest workers, but Boris teaches us a pretty good lesson why in the morning we concentrate very hard when we say the bracha, Shaloyas Anigoi. Well, anyways, Boris turned out to be not so honest.
or he was about to become not so honest. Whatever it was. Well, why don't you just go right into it? Oh, that's a good idea. Boris, are you ready? Yes, one second. I have to read my script again. One second. Oh, boy. So first I start off nice guy. Then I do the mean stuff, yes? Uh, uh, yeah, that's what it says in the script. I have a copy of the script also. Robert, we got the right script? Yes, you guys got the right script. Go ahead, continue. All right, are you ready, Boris? I'm going to go. I, I, okay, we're going to pick up from page 12 and a half. Uh, 12 and a half, okay. Go ahead. Uh, Boris, you know the weather is getting very cold. And Baruch Hashem, I thank Hashem that I have such wonderful good workers. Listen to me what I want from you, okay? You're listening very well? Yes, of course I'm listening. I get paid. No, I listen, yes. Well, anyways, I'm going to stay in the cabin over there, understand? I'm going to be in that cabin, okay? And I'm going to be there. If you need any help or you need something, you come to me in the cabin. You know where my cabin is already. Yes, of course I know where it is. If I need a drink of vodka, you got over there also? Yeah, you need to warm up with a special vodka. I got that also. <laughs> How did you call that vodka? Non or nonsica. Non unansica. And what does that mean again? 99 proof. I like better. Okay, I can give you a hint of 99 sick. I don't worry, don't worry. I'll give you strong stuff, okay? Take care of everybody, okay? Yes, okay. Now, while he was alone, on those particular days that were very cold, Boris had a chance to think without Beryl standing over his shoulders. <laughs> Very nice man, this Beryl. Very trusting also. He does pay good. Pays a ruble a day. That's pretty good. Some people only pay, you know, uh, half a ruble a day. But he pays a full ruble a day. That's pretty good. Hmm. But you know, I know this. My boys and I, we chop down lots of trees. Oh, lots and lots of trees. Lots and lots of trees. And we would put them in the wagon, and he takes it, and he makes a lot of profit. Lot of money. <laughs> lots and lots of money. And then all he does is give us a ruble a day. Hmm. We don't work seven days. We work six. So we get six rubles a week. Well, he makes thousands of rubles, perhaps. Or hundreds, depending on the week. A real cold week, it could make thousands. <laughs> hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Maybe we should get bigger portion. Ah, you know, I know. This guy Beryl claims that, you know, hey, he's the boss, boss, you know. He's the one that had to raise the money to be able to pay the opponents the high rent. And even though it looks like he's making lots of money, but, you know, part of that money go straight to the pirates for renting the forest. But you know, got great idea. Let me talk to the boys. Hey, boys, gather around here. Uh, yeah, uh, gather around here. Uh, boys? Yes, what is it? Can you tell me where here is? Right here. Oh, right here? Ouch! Not right here, right here. I'm standing here, you're standing here. Wait a second. I cannot stand here and be here. If I'm here, then I'm not there. Or is there here? Or is here there? Well, you got here over there also on top of your head. What's the matter with you? Uh, now you really confuse me. Listen, just stay where you are. I'll come to you. Oh, okay. Come to me. All right. Now listen here. Men, you trust me? 
Of course we trust you. Good. What about you? You're very quiet over there. Yeah, I trust you. Sure, I trust you. Is there a reason why I shouldn't trust you? You got me the job. And this guy, Beryl, he pays every week. He's good, you know. Good. So now, how would you guys like a raise in the salary? The raise in the salary? How are we going to do that? Yeah, how are we going to do that? Uh, how is it going to be possible? Very simple. You know, as the nights get colder and colder, and the snow starts falling, what do you think happens? Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yes? What is it? Uh, it gets colder and the snow builds up. Or we can make a snowman. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Igor, uh, relax. Uh, let me explain everything. Man, when it gets very cold and too much snow, then battle does not go back to the city. Yes, oh. Wait a minute, I think I'm following. So he's got to keep the money somewhere that he sells to the people that come to him to buy the stuff, right? Because some stuff he sells in the town, and some stuff people come to the forest to pick it up from him. So he's got a lot of money. He's got to store it somewhere. He probably stores it. I know, he probably stores it in the cabin. He probably has a safe in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> but it ain't going to be safe for us. <laughs> so what's the plan? My plan is very simple. We are going to wait for a day that we see there's lots of customers that come out into the forest to buy stuff. And then we wait and we see if it's a very cold night and the snow is falling and he's not going to go home. <laughs> we're going to rob him and then uh, we're going to kill him. Why should we kill him? Because he knows what we look like. He can go to the police. We don't want witnesses. Oh, I see. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, so we'll uh, wait until the time comes. Yeah, so much fun. Oh, I can't wait. Then uh, uh, how much would we get? You'll be getting thousands instead of a ruble a day. Oh, this is good. I like it. And sure enough, the plans were set. And they were waiting for something like this to happen. And of course, we all know Rabois Machshavis Belevish, Vatsas Hashem Hisokum, many other thoughts in the minds of a person. But it's the will of a Kaddish Borchu that withstands everything. So, the day that they were going to rob, or I should say, the night, actually, in Hebrew, we would say it's the Erev of the night of the robbery, Erev robbery night. Anyways, on that day, there was a Paretz, and Paretz Dabanska. Paretz Dabanska was a very interesting Paretz. Paretz Dabanska happened to live in that area. And that particular morning, Paretz Dabanska had an interesting idea. Okay, listen here. I have decided today I am bored. So therefore, I want to hunt wild boar. Because <laughs> when I capture a wild boar, I will not be bored. Get it? Yes, sir. Whatever you wish, sir. Okay, not a problem. Okay. So, uh, get our men together and uh, we'll go eat a nice good breakfast. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get nice big breakfast. 
will have strength. We go into forest. And after all, I own most of this forest, you know. <laughs> okay. And uh, I even rent out some parts of my forest to uh, many Jewish people. So therefore, uh, we are going to uh, have lots of fun because there are well bore all over the place. Yes, sir. I'd rather you say, sir. But let me ask you a question, sir. What happens if we come across a, a wild beer? Wild beer? If we come across the wild beer, we drink the beer. What do you mean? What's the problem? No, sir. I mean beer like a... Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that kind of beer. Give him the beer to drink. What would that do? The beer will be drunk. He won't chase us. Listen, you think I'm nuts? You think I'm a little crazy? We're going hunting. We're going with weapons. A beer comes and attacks. He's going to be the last time he's going to take us because we have bows and arrows and we have musket. Uh, oh, musket. Oh, guns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like this idea very much. Okay. So prepare the breakfast and let's get moving. And sure enough, they ate a lavish breakfast. And the soldier was saying, Whoa, this stuff is great. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. I am stuffed to the gills. 47 pieces of French toast. Wow. And three gallons of milk to wash it down. I hope it lasts me till lunch for another hour or two. Okay, let's go, opponents. We're ready. Yes, squire. The hunting party is ready. All right, let's take a look at the weather. Ah, it looks very clear outside. Good, beautiful, beautiful. And sure enough, they went out to search and hunt for wild boar. Occasionally, they caught a wild boar. Occasionally, they shot it with an arrow. Occasionally, they missed, and occasionally, they caught some. And that was their uh, sports entertainment, I guess you would call it. But the meanwhile, they were so engrossed in their hunting that they failed to notice that the skies were getting dark. The skies were getting darker and darker. And it wasn't even nightfall yet. It was beginning to brew a big snowstorm. Okay, um, 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 Boris? Boris? What? What do you want for Boris? I don't want you. I'm Boris. Boris! Ah! Uh, why are you disturbing me? I'm drinking vodka now. <laughs> you know, Beryl is right. He's got very good vodka. Before we kill him, we have to find out where he hides the vodka, okay? Yeah, okay. No problem. Yeah. I want some of that also. I'll leave you some left over. Don't worry. Now, what is it that you want? Uh, Boris, Boris, look at the sky. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This might be the night we're looking for. Boris, Boris, look over there. Oh, yeah. Right in front of the house. There's so many people coming there. And they're going away with wagon loads of firewood. Ha, ha, ha. That means he's making a lot of money. And if our eyes see right... That storm up there is going to come down soon, and it's going to make it impossible for him to go home. I think, guys, this is the night! Uh, yeah, this is the night! The night of what? Hey, 
Just do what I say. Okay, I'll do what you say. Now, come. Let's get back to work to meanwhile. Okay, let's get back to work to meanwhile. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? I, I, I said get back to work. I said get back to work. Sir, it's your own fault. You told him to do whatever you do. Oh, you know what? Stop doing whatever I do, okay? Okay, no problem. And sure enough, they were waiting for the nightfall to come. And the winds were picking up gradually in the daytime. And finally, there were loud thunders. And there was lightning christening all over the place. And the worker said, Take shelter! Let's take shelter! And sure enough, they went into the work shed and they took shelter as the heavy snow started to fall. And there was Beryl. Ah, did very good business. Wow, more than usual. I think I'll start to head home. I'm going to tell my workers I'm going to... Wait a minute, I can't tell my workers I'm going home. Wow, look at that storm outside. Let me see if it's travelable. Let me open the door. It blew me right back inside the cabin. It is windy out there. Let me see what the visibility is. Wow, looking out the window, I can't see anything. Ivy is me. This is not a night to go home, but I really don't want to stay out here. I have so much money here, more than ever before. I don't understand. You know what? It's uh, Hanukkah tonight is also. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's the fortnight of Hanukkah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fortnight of Hanukkah. And, uh, you know what? I did. I didn't. Of course I do know why I did it. <laughs> For a second I forgot. Uh, but... Of course I remember. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> the, the Rebbe, he had Ruach HaKodesh. He knew I'm going to get stuck in a storm. So he knew that I wouldn't be able to go home. So he wanted to make sure I have a menorah here. So I have a menorah here. <laughs> so I can light the menorah here. And since it's so dark, I don't know if it's dark, dark, or if it's dark because of the snowstorm, or if it's dark because it's really dark. And so therefore... Ah, what Ruach HaKoyis the Rebbe had, he told me to take long candles. <laughs> Mom is unbelievable. At least, that's the kind of Ruach HaKoyis. And that was the message that Beryl thought at that moment. But of course, it was starting to get really late. And it was really, really dark. I, I'm not sure. Is this the time to, to uh, light the menorah or not? Uh, you know, I need people for Pesumenisha. What am I going to... Hey, wait a second. If I'm stuck here, the workers are stuck here. Hey, Boris! Yoo-hoo! I don't know if they understand Pesumenisha, but, uh, you know, I'll ask the Rob later if it's okay that I light it in front of the goyim. They're looking at this Pesumenisha, the niche. I don't know. Anyway, hey, Boris, tell the workers I'm ready. I would like to uh, speak to them. I want to light my menorah. I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, he realizes that he can't go home. Come on, guys. You know what to do. Yeah. I know what to do. Yeah, I certainly know what to do. Yeah, I know exactly what to do. <laughs> Go inside his cabin because he has a fireplace with wood, and it's much warmer than in the shed over here. Oh, stop that. Let's go. We'll all be able to afford big houses soon. Come on, let's go, let's go. And sure enough, they knocked on the door. Uh, who is there? Um, It's uh, Boris and Igor and the gang. 
I mean, and the boys. And the gang. And the boys. <laughs> okay, nice. Okay, I'm opening the door. Let me open the, the bolt over here. <laughs> Let me open the other bolt. <laughs> Let me open the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's very good. All right, come inside. Let me close the door. <laughs> All right, let me lock it. All right. What do you want from us? It's not going to make a difference. Huh? Excuse me? Pardon me? Listen to me. You listen to me well. We were waiting for this night. Yeah, we're waiting for this night. We're going to take all of your vodka, every last bottle. Huh? I don't understand. Listen here. I'll do the talking for everybody. We know, Beryl, that you have a ton of money here. Yes? What, 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 what do you mean? I'm going to pay you, don't worry. Yeah, they only give us a ruble a day. That's a lot of money by other people. But by us, we see you taking lots more. But you know I have to pay rent to the pirates. Yeah, but if we rob you and take all your money and we run away from here, we don't have to pay the pirates anything. Ha, 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 ha. So therefore, we are going to rob you. What? What? No, no, I'm not going to give you my money. I'm sorry. No, don't, don't try to rob me. That's not right what you're doing. You're, you, I, I give you a job and you come to rob me? What's Mr. Mishige? You have such a chutzpah, I'm telling you. Moire, 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 take a chutzpah. Hey, listen here. I'm going to put it to you very bluntly. You give us money, you live. You don't give us money, you die. <laughs> then we tear apart the building until we find money. What do you say? We get money either way. Uh, 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 one second. If I give you the money, you let me live? Of course. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, I mean, you know, let me just move this box over here. Let me move this over here. Let me just pick up this board. And let me just pull up the safe over here. And let me just open up the lock. Okay, okay, uh, there's the money. <laughs> Look at this money, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're going to divide this equally. <laughs> All right, that's great. I'm so happy that you cooperated. Now, um, unfortunately, uh, we have to kill you. Wait a second. You said that if I give you the money, you let me live. Yes. Uh, I, I was going to let you live long enough to give us the money. And after that, I have to kill you. Why do you have to kill me? Why? I gave you the money. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Because if we don't kill you, you go to the police. You know what we look like. You know who we are. So therefore, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. You tell the police all about us, the police will come looking for us. Hey, we won't even get a chance to spend the money. They'll lock us up in jail. So I guess uh, Boris is right. We'll have to kill you. Uh, all right. Listen, if you have to kill me, may I ask you a question? Sure. Go right ahead. Ask a question. Uh, um... Do you still have the derecherich to uh, give me one last request? A last request? Oh, yeah, sure, before you die, one last wish. Uh, I hope you're not going to ask me to let you live. Oh, no, 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 that I know is not going to be possible. I just want to do one mitzvah before I die. One mitzvah? What's a mitzvah? And, of course, he explained what a mitzvah was, and he explained about that night of Hanukkah, and the fourth night, and he said, No, what do you say? All right. We let you light your menorah. <laughs> There's nobody here anyways out in the forest. Who's crazy to come out in storm? And sure enough, he took out the lecht. And he made the brachas very carefully and slowly 
with a lot of kavana, and when he lit it, he said, And when he was saying this, he was having in mind that the same Rabbi that made Nisim then should please make a nice now. And while the candles were burning, let's go back to the parrots, the Squire Dubanska. Oh, okay, it's getting very snowy. Hey, we should have turned back, but it's too late. Okay, let's try to turn back, okay? Yes, sir. All right, men, we are going to turn back. Sir, we have a problem. What is the problem? Sir, it's very snowy out here. And it's like a white fog, you know? We can't see through the white. We have no idea where we are. All right. We got to find the way back, because if we don't find the way back, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to freeze to death in the forest. That's not a good idea. No, I didn't think so. Uh, let's try to stick together, because if we spread out, uh, then people will get lost. Let's stay together. Very good idea. That's why you're the captain of my guards. Very good. Okay, come. Let's stick together. Uh, let's see. Let's look at the stars. We can follow the stars. Sir, we can't see the stars. What do you mean you can't see the stars? Why not? Because, sir, the stars are blocked by the white cloud of snow. Oh, big blanket of snow. <laughs> it's very pretty. But it's not going to be pretty if we freeze to death. Okay, let's see. Let's start with this direction. Let's figure out how. Why go that direction? Why not that one? Okay, tell you what. Any, mini, mini, more, catch a direction by the row. Okay, we're going in that direction. Okay, man, let's follow the, the, the squire. And sure enough, they followed. And they had no idea where they were going. But one thing they didn't realize was that a Kaddish Baruch who put the thought which direction they should go. Meantime, back at the shack, back at that little mini house where Beryl was, and, and of course, these guys were getting impatient. All right. Okay, you lit the menorah. Okay, so let's put it out and let's kill you. Uh, one second. I'm lighting a menorah for the last time in my life, and you want it just to be burning for two seconds? When the candle goes out, then you could put my life out, okay? The candle goes out, I go out. All right. <laughs> Boys, you worried? No, sir. Why should we worry? <laughs> because there's nobody out here in this big storm of forest. No, sir. Not at all. Um, 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 but, you know, uh, sooner or later, uh, um, um, we have to uh, 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 kill them, you know. Yeah, don't worry. How long could those candles burn anyways? <laughs> I hope for a very long time. What did you say? Nothing, nothing. I was just singing. And, of course, he was singing more and more. And all of a sudden, one of the men from the squire, from the parrots, Dubanska. He looked and he said, Hey! Get it out of this! Hey! Hey! I see a light! I see a light at the end of the forest! A light in the darkness! Whoa! 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 Take a look! There's a light in the darkness! Alright, calm down, calm down. Who knows? Maybe there are enemies over there. Uh, let's go. And sure enough, they started to follow the direction of the light. And the squire said, Okay, one second. Before we go knock on the door, Let's make sure the friendly people. You over there, soldier, go check it out. Look through the window. Yes, sir. I will go check it out. And so that soldier snuck down, came up to the side of the house, peeked through the window. What's this I see? Oh, 
those men standing there have knives in their hands. And there's one Jew over there standing by menorah singing, but he's crying, he should be happy. It's holiday. Oh, wait a minute. Knives. I get it. They're trying to rob him. I see the money on the table. Uh, I go back report to the Esquire. And he reported back to the Esquire, and the Esquire said, All right, we're going to rescue this person, because I know who this person is. He's the one who rents me from the forest. If he dies, nobody's going to rent the forest for me. I not make money. We're going to stop this. Come, let's surround the house. And sure enough, they surrounded the house. And then there was a knock on the door. Ah, who's there? What? Hey, hey. Uh, could you open the door, please? I'm lost in the forest. Ah, <laughs> all right, another person maybe you could rob. Okay, come in. I didn't realize it wasn't the soldiers. And all of a sudden, through the windows, through the sides, and through the chimney, every place, you name it, a soldier popped in and followed by the squire. All right, don't be foolish and you won't die. Arrest these people. Oh, my good friend Beryl. <laughs> uh, how did you find me? What do you mean how I find you? You put signal in the window. You light the Jewish menorah. Ah, uh, Wow. Now I understand the Ruach HaKodesh from, from the, uh, from, 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 from Shalom Bear of Lubavitch. Now I understand it. He wants me to have long candles so it burns long enough to catch uh, the squire's attention. Ah, thank you, Hashem, for saving me. And sure enough, you could rest ashore. This guy, Beryl, celebrated the fourth night of Hanukkah, if I remember correctly, that's when the story happened. He celebrated very immensely and very special Sudas Haidor every single Hanukkah every year after that. Wow. Wow, what a story. That was amazing. Uh, do we have, like, oh, we have a one minute. Wow, those switchboards. Are, okay, let's start taking the calls. Hello, you're on the air. Yehuda Lowy. Oh, Yehuda Lowy. Okay, great. Your father um, bought Your father bought one of my books. You know um, that my no, book, The Wagon Driver. I'm California. You, you should be honest. And whatever Tzadik says, you should, you, should, you should listen, even if you don't understand. Thank you for the book. You're very welcome. That is correct, okay. everybody out there. My new book, uh, 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 Zelig the Wagon Driver, is now in stores, and you can also buy it straight from me. You can get autographed copies. Okay, uh, who is next on the line? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Shmona. Okay, Shmona. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always be honest. You should always listen to study. You should never steal. You should never kill. And you should always down touch them. Excellent. Beautiful. Boy, you listened to the whole story very well. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, next call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. You might be the last caller because I didn't realize how long the story would take. Okay, even though I once told it before, but like the old saying goes, I never tell the same story the same way twice. Okay, uh, what's your name? Hello, you're there. Okay, go to the next call. Hello, you're on the air. What, what was that? You're, oh, you're, oh, right, that's right. Earth, correct. You should listen to a, a, a tzaddik, even if you don't understand, because it makes sense in the end. Very good. Great. That was great. Okay, I think that's all the time we have. Oh, it's such a shame, because the switchboard is lit up all over the place. Sorry, guys. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful Hanukkah, and if you want, you can buy my book, Zelig the Wagon Driver. It's available in stores. Okay, so long, and have a freilich on Hanukkah. Goodbye. Goodbye. The preferred radio station for the Jewish home.